Hello viewers, once again it's me, Red One Norman, and this is my channel, It Pays to Fear God. This is where we learn about God, His beloved Son, Jesus Christ, and their kingdom purpose, the three most important subjects that we can ever learn about, talk about, or discuss in the entire Holy Bible, according to John chapter 17, verse 3. The subjects that I have prepared for you and myself today is captioned, Why Should We Repent? However, before I get into that, I once again have a tune that some of us might enjoy. And while that tune is playing, you can go ahead and click the subscribe button and also the notification bell so that you can be notified when we make our next video. Once again, the subject that I have prepared for you and myself today is captioned, Why Should We Repent? Repentance is one of the biggest pillars of Christianity. Because, of course, when somebody comes to Christianity, the first thing they have to do is repent. And repentance happens for two reasons. One of them is the one I just said. It is an essential step to coming to Christ, coming from old, former, evil ways, then coming to repent of those things. And if we are already in the faith, but then we stray off like sheep going astray. If read 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 25, that then come back from repentance. However, we have to ask ourselves the question, and of course, many Christians ask themselves this too. Why exactly should we repent? Why does God want us to leave our evil ways. What is so bad being a sinner and doing those evil ways? Well, we first of all have to understand the offense that all people, righteous or unrighteous, have committed. Before we go on to some more reasons for why we should repent. Like I said, the offense that we have committed is the fact that because Adam and Eve sinned, if you read Genesis chapter 3, from verses 1 to 6, we have come to lose from that experience. If we read Psalm chapter 51, verse 5, David the psalmist, thousands of years after Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve had lived, had still stated, Behold, I was shapen in iniquity. In sin did my mother conceive me. And these sins that we are talking about can come in different forms and in different levels. Many of those sins were mentioned in Proverbs chapter 6 from verses 16 to 19, Romans chapter 1 from verses 28 to 32, and Galatians chapter 5 
from verses 19 to 21. And the willingfulness, the amounts that we want to do it, also differs from person to person. The Israelites at the time, especially as they were progressing to when Jesus Christ came down to the world, were willingly sinning against God. They had moved far away from God. In fact, their repentance was like the morning cloud. Their repentance coming to righteousness. It was like a morning cloud, or as the early dew, that would eventually pass away. O Ephraim, what shall I do unto thee? O Judah, what shall I do unto thee? For thy goodness is as a morning cloud, and as the early dew, it goeth away. Hosea chapter 6, verse 4. Their righteousness would never stay, because they never repented of their acts. Also, the sin of David. That was a more mistake kind of sin, which is why we saw how he was remorseful in 2 Samuel chapter 12, and he repented of it. And he, even though he suffered consequences from the whole episode in 2 Samuel chapter 11, he was still remorseful and repentant and did not do any kind of other sins to add to the one he just committed. And we never heard of such things again, because that is how repentance works. But of course, answering the question, why exactly should we repent? Why is the offense that I've just talked about and the others that we commit from day to day ones that we have to leave behind? Well, starting off with our salvation depends on it. God gives his salvation to righteous ones. If read Psalm chapter 3, verse 8, a gift that he gives to such people. If read Romans chapter 6, verse 23. And we see in the Bible that people who were saved by God, whether it's from judgment from others or judgment from himself, literally, it was because they repented of their sins. For example, in Jonah chapter 3, from verses 5 to 9, previously before that, of course, Jonah had preached to the people of Nineveh. And then the people of Nineveh were remorseful. They were repentant. They were like, maybe if we repent of our sins and start worshiping God and do no more evil, maybe God will forget all the iniquities that we did ignorantly and unfortunately, woefully at the time. And because God saw their remorse, he then forgave the sins of the people of Nineveh and did not bring the judgments that he was before planning to do from the preaching of Jonah. Salvation as a whole, whether at the time of Jonah or at the time of Abraham or in these last days, is only a gift that can come to us when we understand and believe the facts that because we were not doing God's ways, because God's ways are righteous, if read Psalm chapter 145 verse 17, our former ways were wrong. And when we believe that, we do not want to have anything to do with those former ways, like St. Paul, who completely left those behind and started doing the right thing. If we read Galatians chapter 1 from verses 11 to 16, and for Timothy chapter 1 from verses 12 to 17. It is only such people who feel remorseful and feel that those ways are bad and therefore repent of them that God can say, okay, I accept this. Then they go live the correct lives out and then they go have salvation from God's mercy gift instead of having to go through God's judgment and wrath instead. It's very important that we keep this in mind. If you also read 1 John chapter 1, 
in verses 8 and 9, John the Apostle also explains this idea where it stated, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. And if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we also read Luke chapter 18 from verses 9 to 14, Jesus Christ talked about two people who were praying. One guy was talking about how the other guy was an idiot, but he was the true person. But that other guy we called an idiot was praying to God to forgive him of his sins because he acknowledged that he was a sinner. That is one important reason that we as Christians should repent of our evil ways. Then, another thing that is at stake when we do not repent is our reputation. And this specifically goes to people like David, who were already in the faith when they made a big mistake and they want to go repent of such sins. The reason why I say our reputation is because when we, first of all, repent to come and worship God, we, ourselves, want to honor God, want to show God that we love Him. And the way we do that is to be a good neighbor. Read Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Matthew chapter 5 verse 16. See also Romans chapter 14 verse 15. If you also read Daniel chapter 9 and verses 18 and 19, you see the prayers of people like Daniel of wanting to honor God, not have anything to do with the world. And that builds up our reputation. David the Psalmist, after doing the census, if you also read it in First Chronicles chapter 21, we see the same senses. His heart smote him, or his heart beat him. Why? Because he realized that because he'd sinned against God, he was now going to have a little bit of his reputation lost, as in God was not going to look at him as good after doing that. It's that sense of losing our reputation that drives us to want to repent of such acts that God can forget about such things. And the people who do this were described in Psalm chapter 34 in verses 17 and 18. The context of the people that were described there. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all of their troubles. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. Contrite spirits, broken heart, those are the kinds of people that we are talking about. If you also read Psalm chapter 25 from verses 7 to 11, that talks about the response that God has to such people who decide to repent of their iniquities so that God does not look at them badly, but looks at them in a sense of these people are remorseful because they love my laws and want to be a complete part of such things. It's very important that we keep this in mind. Specifically in these last days, another reason why we should repent of our iniquities is because the kingdom of God has been set up and the judgment of the living is currently taking place. Discussed by Jesus Christ himself in John chapter 12 verse 40 where he himself had stated, He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judgeth him. The words that I have spoken, the same shall judge him in the last days. See also Psalms Chapter 96, verse 13. God has appointed apostles or saints to dispense the message. If we read Isaiah chapter 52, verse 7, Acts chapter 11, verse 18, 
chapter 20, verse 21, and chapter 17, and verses 30 and 31, because the judgment of the living is taking place. Where the gospel of the kingdom, if we read Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, has been dispensed. And then when we come and hear it, it is rather we repent of such sins, therefore the judgment being with us or in our favor, or we decide that this gospel message is not for us, and then it is therefore against us, and it comes to judge us later. And the prophets of old, if we read Matthew chapter 5, verse 12, the prophets of old were also given the same role, came to minister to the people of Israel and to recover them from their iniquities. If we read Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15, chapter 7, verse 13, chapter 25, from verses 4 to 6, and many other places all over the Bible. The same urgent event was also in Exodus chapter 12 from verses 6 to 13, talking about how people have put blood on their doors, representing how we are in these last days. And if we do not repent of our iniquities shown at the time by that blood thing being a part of God's folds, then God is going to come after us. And I don't think that me and you viewer would want to experience such a thing. It's very important that we keep this in mind. But for all of us curious ones, what exactly happens to the unrepentant? People who decide that their evil ways are good for them. They're full. Well, there are examples in the Bible of people who have done this. Both people and even nations. And, of course, the consequences were also discussed. For example, if read Genesis chapter 4 from verses 1 to 12, specifically verse 7, God advised Cain that I do not want sin to take over your life. Rather, don't let it come. But because he said, ah, me, sin, forget that, he ended up deciding to kill Abel. And the consequences were shown from verses 8 straight down to verse 12. King Rehoboam was also somebody who never really repented of his ways in full. If we read that 2 Chronicles chapter 12, from verses 12 to 14, we see that he would always be humble when God would express his anger to him, but then he would always go back to his evil ways. He never firmly repented of his acts. And the people of Bethsaida and Chorazin were also condemned by Jesus Christ in Matthew chapter 11, in verses 21 and 22, where he himself had stated, Woe unto thee, Bethsaida, woe unto thee, Chorazin. For if the mighty works which were done in you were done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it shall be more pleasurable in the day of judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. Once again, Matthew chapter 11, in verses 21 and 22. If you read the scenario of Noah, the historic deluge, in Genesis chapter 16, we see the same idea. If we read 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 5, Noah was called a preacher of righteousness because he was dispensing the gospel message at that time, which was, come into this ark, otherwise the flood is going to come and sweep you away to your death. However, the Bible did not record a single soul who decided to come and repent, meaning to come and go into the ark. Some of them wanted to repent and come to the ark later, after the ark, the water had already been building up, and they'd come to realize that Noah was actually preaching the right thing, 
but there is something called repenting too late. And the people in that time and the ones in these last days who do not seek the Lord while he may be found, if we desire chapter 55 and verses 6 and 7, are also in that condition. It's very important that we keep this in mind. I hope that you viewers now have come to an understanding of what repentance means and the reasons for why we should repent. God is still open to repentance. If you read Isaiah chapter 1 from verses 16 to 20, coming back from our evil ways, washing ourselves clean of such iniquities, and Job chapter 36 from verses 9 to 12, where Job had stated, He sheweth them their work and their transgressions which they have exceeded. He openeth also their ear to discipline, and commandeth that they return from iniquity. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days of prosperity, and their years in pleasures. But if they obey not, they shall perish by the sword, and they shall die without knowledge. And the Sermon of St. Peter in Acts chapter 3 from verses 19 to 21 is the same kind of repentance. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, whom before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God hath spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. I think I intend to go no further on the subject, why should we repent? To conclude this episode, I once again have a tune some of us Joy. Hope you enjoyed this video. Hope you learned something most importantly. Please try to subscribe and click the notification bell if you haven't already. And share this video to well-wishers, relatives, friends, etc. Who are all interested in repenting of their sins and coming to Christ as a new creature. Thank you for listening. Oh, one more thing. If you like what you heard today, feel free to share a message at https colon double slash anchor.fm slash it pays to fear God slash message. Once again, that's https colon double slash anchor.fm slash it pays to fear God slash message. Hope to hear your wonderful feedback.